Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Ray Del Vecchio. So Ray is the self-published author of two books. So we have Create Your Freedom, Become a Local Web Design Guru, and Make Money from Home. And the second one is How to Start a Blog with WordPress. So thank you, Ray, for being on the show today. And please start off by telling us a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks for having me today. Um... My quick story is I went to school for computer and electrical engineering. And by the end of my time there, I was pretty much not passionate about that subject. I knew I didn't want a nine to five job on that. And at that same time, I was learning HTML as a hobby. I started just designing websites myself. At some point I found WordPress and I became interested in using WordPress as content management software. And uh, when I, when I, when I moved home, I moved home with my parents as opposed to getting a job. And I was into the passive income world. I was trying to, you know, create blogs. I think I created maybe five to seven blogs for each of them. I wasn't a big fan of writing, funny enough. And for each of them, I maybe posted like three to five blog posts, just like cross my fingers, hope that they would make some money. And I made a couple of thousand dollars over the course of like two or three years, but none of that really panned out. So I started realizing that freelancing with web design was a better way to make money faster. So I got a couple of referrals from my personal network. Um, a few people that I know actually own small businesses. So I built their websites. Um, I did that for a few years. And then after I had some experience with that, I decided to create a blog, do it the, the right way, you know, just knowing that I would pretty much write for it indefinitely. And that's what led me to create my blog that I have now along with my YouTube channel and publish my books. Okay, so now you publish frequent, frequently on your blog? I would say not as frequently as I'd like. I don't do it really according to a schedule at this point. Most of the time, my blog posts, um, they stem from my videos. So a lot of the blog posts that I've done have been either you know, transcriptions that I've cleaned up and turned into blog posts from a video, or I would say I write more often to my email list Um, off the top of my head and just share short stories there. But usually if I'm publishing a blog post, I want it to be more on a focused topic. So yeah, I could definitely do better when it comes to publishing. I, I, right now I try and publish a video every week, but that really depends on the length of the video. And whenever I get time, I turn those videos into blogs. Okay. So right now you're monetizing your content through um, affiliate marketing. What are you doing? Yeah, I have a couple of different ways. I don't put ads on my YouTube channel. So that's like one thing that most people try and do. They build the audience through YouTube and they just enable the ads. I don't do that on, I think, any of my videos, maybe one or two from a while ago. But yeah, most of the money that I make is through affiliate marketing. I promote a couple of WordPress themes, web hosts to get people set up online. And then I also have um, a membership on my website which I started as a digital product. It was a one-time digital product and that kind of morphed into a monthly membership. Okay, good. And you uh, talked to me about turning blog posts into a book. Is that what you've done or you're just teaching other people? And how do you do it well? Because I've seen some people 
like just taking everything and putting it into a book and I haven't really enjoyed it as a reader. So how do you do this well? Well, the, the whole reason that I decided to write a book was when I first got started with my blog, I knew I was going to be on YouTube. I didn't have the idea to write a book, but I was also listening to another author's podcast, James Altucher. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, it, this, it sounds familiar, but I haven't listened to him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a very big uh, proponent of just doing things yourself, you know, self-publishing that nowadays with the online world, all the gatekeepers are gone. So he kept talking about self-publishing. I think he did it a couple of times. And so I decided to go on Amazon and, you know, look at books in the web design niche. And so I found a couple that were pretty much aligned with what I was doing with my YouTube videos and other ideas that I had had. So at that point, I just, I, I broke out a piece of paper, brainstormed all the ideas and like bullet list of all the topics that I wanted to put into the book and organize it into chapters. And then when I did that, I realized that I would say probably like 25 to maybe 30% of the book I had already written in, in forms of blog posts or email lists or emails to my email list. So a lot of the work was kind of already done and I really just had to make sure that it was cleaned up and you know organized in the right way so it did flow. But yeah, yeah that's, that, that's my main, uh, <laughs> I like the idea of publishing to the blog first because, you know, I, I don't think I would have written a book had I started from scratch with nothing done. You know, the fact that I was 25% of the way there, that really gave me the confidence to say, I'm going to, I'm going to publish this book. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. But there was still a lot of work behind, like taking whatever you had and then organizing it and then writing more stuff so that it would like all fit together and that you would cover everything you wanted to cover. So it wasn't like, like that, like no, really quick no. and easy. Yeah. I, I started. I started my blog. I think I, I bought the domain name for my blog in Je or December of 2014. I started my YouTube channel in January of 2015. And I'm pretty sure that I started writing for the book in February of 2015. And I ended up publishing in May of 2015. So it took roughly three months for me to finish the book. And when I decided that I was going to write it, I was pretty disciplined with writing every day. So I usually start my morning you know, writing for either 30 minutes to a half hour, I mean, 30 minutes to an hour. And um, I did that really up until I decided that I was done. Now I did everything myself. I, I did all like the design for the, the book cover. I edited myself, which I know is probably not a good idea. I'm sure, you know, it wasn't as crisp as it could have been had I hired an editor. Um, but, you know, I just got to a point where I was ready to hit, hit publish and get it on Amazon. So yeah, yeah. That, was, that was, I think mid-May of 2015. <laughs> It looks like people are enjoying your book since they got like a lot of good reviews on Amazon. And do you have a tips on how to get more reviews? Yeah, well, the first thing I did, um, I kind of looked into book promotion, you know, see what other people were doing. The first thing, which is the most obvious, is I built a spreadsheet of all my friends and family. And the day that I published, I emailed probably 35 or 40 people. And that got out of that many people, I probably only got five reviews from that. <laughs> but uh, the other thing that I did with the book is um, because a lot of my YouTube channel is, you know, how-to tutorials, I included links to tutorials and then also some free giveaways. I have a couple of PDFs and spreadsheet templates that I gave out as part of a book bonus package. So I had people sign up um, for that. And in the email confirmation, I asked for a review. So I, I think that's where a lot of those reviews have come from. And I'm guessing just when people finish a Kindle book, 
they get at, you know, Amazon just asks them to leave a rating and a review on there. So I'm assuming most people just did it through that as well. <laughs> yeah, but that's really smart to give something in the book. So you get the email address and then you get them on your mailing list, which is something that I've been wondering, like, how do I get people on my mailing list? So for nonfiction, that's really smart. So you give away something and then you do get to ask for the review. And then afterwards, you can keep mailing them if you have new books. So I yeah. really like that idea. It's really good. And so you said you have been on YouTube since 2015. Mm -hmm. And how long did it take you to get to like eight? Right now you have 8,000 subscribers. Yeah. So like, did you see peaks? Do you, did you see like things that really worked? Like, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's, it's been a slow and, and steady grind with that. I, like throughout that entire period, I've averaged somewhere between maybe like 75 to 200 subscribers a month. There have definitely been peaks. The first couple of years, it was slow going. Um, I would say maybe after about 18 months to two years of doing it, I got a boost over like, each year in January for like the next two to three years. And I really have no idea what to attribute that to. I like it was just an algorithm change or whatever. The last couple of months, it's been plateauing a little bit. So it's, it's always tough to, to understand how the algorithm works. Um, I would say the one thing that I've done well is just looking up other YouTube channels. And if you just sort the YouTube channel by the number of views, you can kind of see based on how many subscribers somebody has versus the number of views the video has, what video topics are popular. So mm -hmm. I kind of tried to do that and just understand what what I can contribute to, you know, with my own voice. I really don't watch all these videos and copy them. I'm just seeing the topic that I could do. And a lot with YouTube has to do with, um, you know, getting the right title, a good thumbnail, which I'm not the best at. Um, that's like, that, that really determines how much they show you in the suggested videos. So yeah, YouTube, YouTube is tough. I mean, it's a lot of, I would say like a 15 minute video probably takes me like four to five hours total of planning, you know, recording, editing, promoting all that but yeah it's it's a uh, youtube is a different beast compared to writing on the blog <laughs> for sure yeah and what do you think authors could create to put on their facebook channel if that's a channel that they want to use to promote their books do you have ideas to share with us um i mean since mine is nonfiction, and since i'm doing a lot of tutorials on um you know wordpress web design how-to content to me is the best if you know how to do something, if you have a process for something and you can share that, that always works well. Um, the other type of video that has done well on my channel is presentation videos. So I've done a lot of just screencast videos where I, I create a set of slides and, and just present really as though I was doing a presentation. And the funny thing is those videos are actually much easier to turn into blog posts because you kind of already have the outline for it. Um, you know, you have the sections done and you have all the talking points within the slides. So I would say, you know, those two are the best. And, and just recently I've been trying to do just more headshot videos, more off the cuff, um, especially like I said, for the thumbnails, I was using like stock photos for my thumbnails. So at least with the headshot videos, I could, you know, put my face on it. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you say you have like a presentation. So do you only record your screen and we don't see your face or do you add it somewhere? How do you do yeah. that? The first, I would say maybe three to four years, I don't think I had my face in any videos. It was just all me, you know, stepping through word, the WordPress backend, doing something through WordPress or a tutorial that way, or just, you know, presenting with Google. I use Google Slides, but yeah, you can use PowerPoint or anything. 
So yeah, I, I did not. And it was actually, you know, those videos are a lot easier to produce. Um, I have two different programs I use for editing. For the headshot videos, I use Adobe Premiere Pro. For the screencast videos, I use Camtasia. And it's way easier to edit the screencast videos. It's just way quicker to go through that process. And Camtasia is a much easier program. You know, all of Adobe's programs are like, it takes, it's a big learning curve to get, to get up to yeah. speed with them. So anytime I can do a screencast video, I do just because it's, it's less time. And like I said, like some of them have done really well. I think my book, I think two of my most popular videos were screencasts of just me presenting slides and talking about topics. Okay, so if people are too shy to show their faces, they can start off by just like recording slides and talking over it. And Absolutely. That's really good because I hear a lot of people that are not comfortable on video. And so that's a good way to get started to at least like create content and put it out there. Yeah. And since you've been creating websites, I don't know if you've been creating websites for authors specifically, but what would be advice that you would apply to an author website right now, knowing like everything that's going on online, like what, what specific things could attract more readers? Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, I, I don't build websites for authors. Most of my freelance clients are home service contractors. So, you know, roofing, landscaping, tree service. Um, those are obviously a lot different than an author website because, you know, most of those websites are five pages. You just have an about page, a services page, testimonials. And, uh, you know, for an author website, I just think every author should have a website because it's an easy place to publish your content. Um, the most important thing that we kind of already touched on is um, getting email subscribers because once you have that built-in audience, you could always promote to them. So I would say, um, like, like I said before, come up with maybe a couple giveaways if you can, something to incentivize people to sign up, create landing pages that are just a real simple landing page just for getting people to sign up and then link to that within a blog post or put an email form within your blog posts. That way you can build your email list that way. And you know, if you're, especially for nonfiction, if you're publishing within a certain niche, you can potentially get Google search traffic. So you know, the main three sources of traffic to my website are people coming from YouTube, coming back to the website from my email list and Google search. Yeah, makes sense. And since you're very interested into passive income, and that's a topic that really interests me too, what other sources of income should authors look into? What would you recommend and why? Yeah, I mean, I actually published a video maybe sometime within the last six months about how passive income is a lie because it, it takes so much upfront work that yes. by the time you start making the money, it's like you're, you're, you're really getting the money for those hours, months, and, and, and years of work in some cases. Um, but yeah, like, the, like I said, the way that I've done it, you can do it so many ways online. The affiliate marketing, there's so many products that you can promote um, in every single niche. There's sites like ClickBank where you can promote digital products. There's another one I think called Share a Sale. And these are just networks where you can pick companies that are on there and they do affiliate programs. Um, like I said, I did a digital product that started. Um, it was just, it was really just a business, my web design business plan, like all the templates that I had created for that, lots of spreadsheets. I included all of those as part of a digital product. And the funny thing about that is I actually pre-sold that before I even had it complete. I think, I think it was $67. So I sold somewhere between five to 10 copies of that before I even had the product live. So that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like you can also do 
one-on-one -on -one consulting, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one work. If you have freelance services, if you're an author, I mean, obviously you're good at writing. So you could potentially find people that need blog posts on their website. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it's really just about creativity. I mean, I think a lot of people look for the passive monetization method, whether it is just enabling ads on YouTube or what I was doing before with those blogs that I created at the beginning was just Google AdSense where you put display ads on your website yeah. and you make like a penny or two if somebody clicks through. <laughs> That's actually how I made all my money. And it, it's just, you need so much traffic in order to make money. So yeah. the more one-on-one -on -one direct methods or promoting a product that you actually believe in, you know, that's through affiliate marketing. I think that's the way to go. Right. And uh, earlier you said you decided not to turn on like the ads on your YouTube channel. Why did you decide to do that? Really for that reason. I wanted, I didn't want to redirect attention for people that were landing on my channel um, and have them go to a competitor or somebody else. I wanted them to go back to my website. So they signed up to my email list. And so I could promote my own products and my, you know, the affiliate products that I'm recommending. Yeah. So yeah, it all goes back to that. <laughs> and because I know like a good benchmark, I don't know how accurate this is across every single niche, but from what I read, it takes about a million views on YouTube to make $4,000. And at, I'm like just over a million views since 2015. <laughs> it's like, so I've made a lot more money than $4,000 in that time span by promoting my own products and, and promoting other products through the affiliate marketing. Yeah. So maybe once you get to 10 millions or like something like that, like a huge number, you might want to turn it on. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's for like the influencers and the people that get those, you know, like the vloggers that get tons of people watching, you know, if you're in a niche and doing how to videos, you're generally not going to have that many views. So it's better to find a product within your niche that you can promote. That's what I think. Right. And do you plan on launching other books? Did you like your experience as an author? And are you working on something else? I haven't really thought about launching a new book um, since I published my last one, um, How to Start a Blog with WordPress. That book I published in February of this year. Um, I, I would say if I was going to do a book, it might be on something like productivity or scheduling because this is with, without going into too much detail, I just became really, really bad at using a calendar. I was great at it in high school and college. I became really bad when I was, you know, juggling all these different things that I was learning. And I spent probably the last like 18 to 24 months making sure that I was putting everything on Google calendar and using that religiously. And that's actually probably the longest blog post that I published recently. Um, I think that might've been like 3000 or 4,000 words. It was a really, a really in-depth blog post. And I made a video on that as well. So I would, I would guess if I was going to do another book, that would, that would probably be the topic. Um, yeah, the, the first book I published, I, I made it part of the KDP select program. And I also have a physical copy of it. <laughs> I did that through create space, which I think Kindle might've bought them out or somehow yeah, like they, they bought them out. out. Yeah. yeah. It's all so, part of KDP now. Yeah. So I, I did that. And, um, you know, the, the, the second one, I really just wanted it. It's kind of more of a guide. It's like half as long as my first one. And I just have that um, in digital form. And the, the, the other thing about that, I, I didn't make it part of the KDP select program because I want it to be permanently free. So I... I tried to get them to make it free. I think you have to set your book at 99 cents minimum on Amazon. I emailed their you know, customer service and they, they wouldn't set it to free, but then I ended up publishing it for free to Smashwords. 
And I think they send it out to the other retailers like Barnes and Noble, Google Play, um, Apple Books. And somehow through their algorithm, their computer system, they must have detected that because I know on Amazon.com that book is free now. Okay. And I also know that it's not free in other countries. So I, I have no idea like what, what's going on with that. But I know I've had some people in other countries tell me that it's not free. And that was a surprise to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> they price match. I've heard that, that they price yeah. match if you sell it through other channels mm. and they'll just change your price. So <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It happened automatically somehow. <laughs> yeah, and you asked them and they didn't do it. And now like they saw it somewhere else and they're doing it. So that's yeah, yeah. really funny. So um, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing all this advice with us. Mm -hmm. And if people want to know more, where can they connect with you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I would say the two best places are my blog, websiteprofitcourse.com and my YouTube channel. You know, if you're interested in creating a website, creating your own blog, especially as a writer, you know, check out my tutorial, see if I can get you started. Um, if you just search for Ray Delvecchio on YouTube, you should be able to find my channel. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure to share the links in the show notes. So thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!